everybody. This is Sandy Boucher and welcome to Surviving Isolation Episode 4. And I swear to God, I'm calling this episode Putting the Sandy in it. And I'll explain why because we're definitely trying something new this episode. I really hope this works out. So I have my handy dandy notes in front of me like always just to get us in the mindset and in marking this point in time. Today is April 10th. Uh, the WHO, World Health Organization, declared the COVID-19 pandemic on March 11th, which is like one month ago, and Ontario declared their emergency, state of emergency on March 17th, which was 23 days ago. So. As always, we have our regular format, but as I mentioned, we're doing something a little bit different today, and I want to explain what that is by sharing a story with you, because I am a storyteller. So, this is a few years ago. As all of you know, I work as a motivational speaker, giving speeches and doing seminars and workshops is my jam. That's how I make a living. And I was writing a speech. I had been asked to come out and do a keynote speech for this amazing organization that was made up entirely of volunteers. And the organizers really wanted wanted me to be able to convey a message of gratitude to these volunteers that people just, they didn't hear thank you enough. So that was my main assignment. So I worked on the speech and I did my research and it was factually correct. And for some reason, it just wasn't clicking. And people in the industry know what I mean when it just doesn't feel right. It just wasn't, it wasn't working. There was something wrong with it. And for the life of me, I couldn't pinpoint what it was. The My partner at the time, I was sharing with him my frustration that I didn't know what was going on and I didn't know how to fix it. And it was just a really, really frustrating time. And then the answer came to me and I had the biggest grin on my face as I went to my partner and shared that the speech was now ready. And he could see how happy I was and he was curious. He was, what did you do? What, what fixed it? What was missing? And I couldn't help smiling when I, my response was simple. I had forgot to put the Sandy in it. And what I mean by that is they had hired me to be me. If they wanted some other speaker, they would have hired some other speaker. They wanted my animation. They wanted my stories. They wanted my jokes. They wanted my silliness. And once I put that back into the speech, not only was I happy with it, but they were thrilled with it as a result. Now, why would I tell you that story on a podcast about surviving self-isolation? Well, the reality is, guys, I've never done a podcast before. This was totally new to me. And sitting in here in my office, staring at a wall, trying to talk to you guys, I don't know if it was coming across. I don't know if you were getting my enthusiasm, my sense of humor, or any of that. I don't know if Sandy was being put into that podcast. Now, to be fair and to be honest, 
if you listen to the very first episode, you can hear how overwhelmed I am. I had just watched my business die. I had watched all of my revenue just dry up in a matter of 48 hours, and it was terrifying. And I think you can hear that in the first episode, and I would never want to change that because that's authentic. But if we're going to continue this journey, well, I have to put the Sandy back into it. So today, this episode, for the very first time, I'm also recording it on video. I'm hoping what that means is that for those of you who are listening to this as a podcast, you're going to hear my enthusiasm. It's going to be way more animated and hopefully, therefore, more enjoyable for you. And then, of course, all of my followers who have always enjoyed my videos and don't necessarily listen to podcasts, well, now they can listen to the video as well. So hopefully this all works out. So for the video, the viewers watching this video, you wouldn't know that we have a set agenda for every episode. So I do a little update. We talk about what's been working and what hasn't been working. But first, we do a mental health check-in. So for everybody listening to this episode, for everyone watching this video, I am very interested in hearing, how are you? On a scale of one to 10, how are you doing? I think it's a scale that changes. Some days we're good, some days not so good. Sometimes we get into a funk. Sometimes we have unrealistic expectations and we're up there for a day and then come crashing down. Whatever the case may be, I am genuinely interested and I would love to hear your comments, whether I'd love to get an email from you. You can comment on the Surviving Isolation Facebook page and I'm always just an email away. So please, please consider doing that. I would love to hear how you're doing. So as I mentioned, we have those changes. As far as my update, I am now on day 27 of self-isolation. Uh, I went into self-isolation right after my last public event and before my business died. Uh, I have left the yard. So I live in a condominium. I, there's nine different units in this building. I have left the lot the yard that it sits on exactly three times in those 27 days. Oh, I live alone, me and my cat, who you may hear because she was just meowing in the background. How am I doing? Well, I can honestly say uh, I'm doing really well. I'm back up to a nine, which is where I like to live my life. I'm keeping in mind I'm probably the one of the most empowered people you know I run my own business I control every product that I produce I don't have anyone else telling me what I can do and can't do uh, I'm here by myself in my condo how I arrange it what I eat all of those decisions are mine so I'm doing really well I'm back I found my groove again and I can honestly say, and I really wanted to share this with you in case it helps you as well. One of, the, I think the biggest thing that helped me find my focus again and get back to my nine was focus. 
So what I've developed, I call it the pandemic hierarchy of focus. And I'm going to apologize right now. I am going to show an image to the viewers for the podcast listeners. You're just going to have to envision a triangle. Think Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but this is the pandemic hierarchy of focus. For people watching this video, I apologize right now for my handwriting. I will explain what the diagram says. So I'm going to try to show you this picture here. There it is. Oh, that's not bad. So you can see at the bottom of the hierarchy, I've called that first level an immediate focus. And we go back there every single time there's some threat close to us. When I had shared on Facebook, I had neighbors that came back from international travel and in my opinion, they weren't self-isolating. That was immediate focus. In that second, I went to, am I going to be okay? Uh, this morning we heard on the news here in the city of Thunder Bay that one of the grocery stores I shop at, and I do order my groceries and pick them up. If you had done that on a certain date, one of the staff people had now tested positive, which meant you could potentially be at risk and should now self-isolate. Every time we hear something like that, when you hear that a friend has been touched by it or a friend is ill, immediate. You go to immediate, oh my God, that panic, that fear. And that's a natural human reaction. I don't think we should deny that. What I'm saying is for your sake, please don't stay there. Realize it's fear, realize it's justified, but then take the steps to reassure yourself so you can move on. So the next step, I'm gonna show you my little diagram again, is I've called it the pandemic level, which now we're not focusing on surviving the immediate. We're focused on surviving the length of this pandemic. So do I have enough foods in place? Do I have the structures in place to support me? What is going, what am I going to do to pass the time during this pandemic? So you can see we're not fear-based anymore. We're now planning. We're now taking more control of our lives but we're still not thinking past the pandemic. And my fear with that level is I don't want anyone assuming that life's gonna go back to exactly the way it was before, because I've read a lot of articles and I that say it's not going to, and I don't believe it's going to either. So that's what the final level is of this triangle this this hierarchy this triangle it's after the pandemic that's why i'm at a nine because once again i am so totally focused on my life after this pandemic when i can go back out and hug the stuff in out of my crowd and who I'm going to be after this pandemic. I can't remember the name of the movie, and if any of you listening to this or watching this know the movie, but it was Bette Midler, and I don't know why, if she was an ex-wife or something, but in the movie, she got kidnapped, and during the time she was kidnapped, she started working out every single day to pass time. By the end of the movie, when she gets rescued, she looks flippin' amazing. She's like her best self. She's totally healthy and, and, and just in amazing shape. 
So I have definitely kicked up my exercise game. If you've been listening to the podcast, I've mentioned that in previous episodes. Definitely watching what I eat, focused on my offerings for my customers. And that's why I can be so optimistic because I'm really taking this time to become my best self. And it's exciting. It's kind of like the world's been put on pause. So I have the time to do this. And I know that's only going to work for people like me that are task oriented and self-motivated but it does work for me and i'm sharing that just in case you're one of those people that are kind of lost and floundering and maybe that could help with you so now let's see for one i just talked about my health and now i'm going to go into that continue with my update I was talking about steps. I have my handy dandy iPhone and I carry it with me religiously. And we talk about how many steps I'm taking. And because I'm in business and I like statistics, I actually even came up with this handy dandy Excel spreadsheet. Now, this is where I get real. And and I love saying that because The Real is one of my favorite shows to watch. I watch it on YouTube. Those women are hilarious. But this is where I get real, because the reality is when I wasn't doing a seminar, I was sitting on my tush in my office and I wasn't moving. And I think that now I'm sneaking up on my 56th birthday here. I think a lot of people my age underestimate or overestimate how much they're moving and underestimate how sedentary their lives are the fact that we're not moving and this is where I get totally hardcore honest and granted these numbers are only when I was carrying my blackberry blackberry yeah flashback (laughs) only when I was carrying my iPhone uh, before the pandemic hit I wouldn't have been carrying my phone I definitely didn't uh, carry it in seminar so I understand that before the pandemic hit, these numbers are kind of unrealistic. They're not counting all of my steps, but they're the only numbers I have, so I'm using them. I'm gonna run with them. For the month of February, this is Andy getting totally honest here. There were exactly four days, four days, I can do that, four days, where I had more than 2,000 steps. And I don't even want to count, but I can see one day I had 380 steps. Can you say becoming one with the couch or becoming one with my office chair? That's not good. That's not good for my health. I'm not beating myself up. I'm owning the reality so I can make changes. Now, March comes along. And remember, right in the middle of the month is when all this started. For the month of March, I had eight days where I had over 2,000 steps and I see 7,000, 6,000, 6,000. One day I even had 11,000 because I was really rocking out my little routine of doing laps around my condo to my favorite music. Again, if you listen to previous episodes, I talked about that. And this is the part I absolutely love. Today is April 10th. As of today, I have seven days where I have over 2,000 steps. And I think probably one, two, three, four, five of those days are over 5,000 steps. 
I'm loving it. It's definitely a routine I'm going to keep going. So see, you can still accomplish things and you can still feel great about your accomplishments, even under self-isolation. So you can do it. Oh, another thing, just looking at my notes here for my update. In the last episode, I mentioned that I still had a few crying jags and one of them was about my upcoming birthday and the fact that I'm not going to be able to share it with my family or my friends this year. I found a way around that and I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're going to have to be on my Facebook page or on my email list come Monday or on my YouTube channel. That would work too. Come Monday, Monday, April 13th is my birthday. You're going to find out what I'm going to be doing and I'm thrilled. Yay! Okay, so next section. What has worked for me? This is where grab a pen, take some notes. And if these things, either you can try them or please tell me what works for you because I would be totally curious. Oh, this is such an important one. I don't know about you, but on Facebook where I spend a lot of my time, I've been seeing a lot of articles of late where telling you don't give in to this pressure to be productive during the pandemic, that you should focus on self-care, you should take care of yourself. I am not saying that is wrong, but I'm going to say the one thing that I have been saying for my entire adult life. You are the expert on you. You know what you need. You know what generates your happy and I don't care what an article says find your happy do what works for you so for me telling me to just be slow down and enjoy the slow pace would guarantee a depression because I do love being productive and I love accomplishing things and I love that fast pace. I am not a calm, mellow type person. So those articles work great for the people that need to slow down and need to de-stress. But if you're not one of those people, it's quite all right to say, great advice, just not for me. So please, please, please keep that in mind. You know where your happy is. If that means getting up early and enjoying a morning coffee as the sun comes up, then do that. Even if you're not going to work, do that. Don't rob yourself of your happy. I, for me, if you've followed my career at all, you've heard me say that, you know, one of the principles I live my life by, I believe that creator gave me this day and at the end of the day, I have to be able to prove I did something with it. And if I did a really good job, maybe he'll be tempted to give me another one. That applies during self-isolation too. So I'm just going to keep on rocking on and doing what I do best. Um, the other thing that I want to keep in mind is the fact that, and I know this is not a popular topic and it might be kind of depressing for some, but we are still aging. Life is still going on. It's not like time's been put on hold. I'm going to be 56 years old. I, I am very conscious of the fact that I have, what, 20, 30 years left. I'm not waiting to live my life until this is over. I'm just going to find a way to live it safely now. I know the world has changed and the people that adapt are the ones that survive. Nature's taught us that a hundred times with a hundred different creatures. I'm quite okay with adapting. 
but I'm going to keep living. Uh, the other thing, as I mentioned in the beginning, I had to put the Sandy back into it. For me to be happy, for me to get back to my nine, I had to go back to being Sandy, which means, honestly, again, this is me being real. For a while there, I wasn't doing the daily shower. I just couldn't get up. Long hair, it takes work. It takes effort, and I just wasn't feeling it. But guess what? That's not me. I love being a Barbie. I've always thought of myself as a Barbie. I love everything about being female. I love the nails and I love the hair and I love the makeup and I love getting dressed. And when I went back to doing that, my happy came back. So again, I'm not saying maybe that's not you and maybe you are your happiness in your jammies. Me, I, oh God, if I start feeling yucky if I start feeling like I'm not taking care of myself or I'm feeling like a bump on the log on the couch just bleh, you know Java the Hutt or whatever from the Star Wars days that is gonna sap my happy so fast it's not even funny so whatever works for you which brings me right into the what doesn't work for me and what doesn't work as I said was that not showering that's a depression that's a funk and by the way this is not what doesn't work for me during the pandemic but I guess what doesn't work for me from now on if you watched any of my old videos or you saw me in person you knew I used to rock the acrylic nails right I had for two decades I'm not going to show you a close-up of my nails, to be totally honest, for the people watching on, on video, because they're destroyed. They are just starting to get healthy again. And I now know that when this is over, I'm not going back to that. I like healthy nails. To see what I was paying good money to do to myself, mm, just doesn't work for me. That is my personal opinion. If you want to rock your nails and it makes you feel amazing, then you do that after the pandemic because that definitely wouldn't be essential you shouldn't be leaving your house is what i'm saying the other thing that didn't work for me and i think i've touched on this as previous episodes is too much news like if you stay on social media and you're just reading or watching constant you know ctv or whatever you got on running in the background and constant live updates you're gonna get depressed so fast i want to stay updated i think informed is powerful so i want to stay informed but i limit how i do that i check the statistics once a day and honestly i send out prayers to whatever country has just sustained the most new cases i know the other day it was spain and Iran and I posted online that my prayers were going out to those countries. I definitely look at the Canadian numbers, of course, but I also know that just because we don't have new cases doesn't mean we're out of the woods yet and we got to take it easy. So I look at the update once. If I don't have something else scheduled, another conference call or whatever the case may be, I always watch the PM's update, Justin's update at 11 o'clock every day. So I like hearing straight from him what the update is and Dr. Tam uh, from Public Health, if she does an update, then I like to watch that. That's the extent of my updates on COVID-19. The rest of the time I am living my life and doing what I need to do to reach out to you and to enjoy this journey together in whatever new format I have to doing that, to do that. 
As I already mentioned, the one thing that absolutely did not work for me was doing nothing. Uh, that's when I feel helpless. That's when I feel like a victim. Again, coming from a 10-year domestic abuse survivor here, I just can't go there. That is just not healthy for me. When I'm doing my laps, when I'm cooking a healthy meal, when I'm reaching out, shooting a video to reach out to you, then I feel like I'm in charge of my life and I like that feeling. So that's important to me so there you have it guys what worked for me what didn't work for me since last week this is episode four as i said and and hopefully you enjoyed this new format and heard a little more enthusiasm in my voice if you're listening to the podcast as always and i'm going to say it again i am interested in how you're doing i have picked up an amazing new pen pal uh through this process i invited people to comment reach out to me and tell me how they're doing and she did and one email led to another and another and another and we've never met i've never even seen a picture of her uh but i'm truly enjoying this new relationship so you never know what can happen please reach out let me know i do have a prize for the people that send me an email and respond to my questions in this video in this podcast so let me know let me know how you're doing and let me know if you enjoyed this change in format from now on i am going to do that little story in the beginning i am going to share a teaching or something that i've learned along my journey that has helped me so that hopefully it helps you motivating and inspiring you as i said is my jam so it was time for me to put the sandy back in it i hope you agree that was a really good decision until next week please take care of you please stay safe and of course that means stay home i love you until next time bye bye